Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Brothers Scrim. I am Ryan, my brother is Nick, and we are Ryan and Nick of Brothers Scrim. Today's episode, we contemplate uh, Marvel's Future Part 3, and uh, because the last time we did the episode was only after Comic-Con, and we were eagerly awaiting uh, D23 because we knew there would be more announcements, and this time, there were announcements I don't think anyone could have predicted. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think... And I didn't get my Fantastic Four yet again. No. I was really banking on it, but still no Fantastic still no Fantastic Four. But here we are, and uh, we now have an interesting new lineup that is all Disney+. Plus. And I'm telling you, man, Disney is going for, for Netflix's jugular here <laughs> with all this streaming content. It's absolutely insane. And so, uh, so Nick, um, we have... And a couple of new, new interesting votes, and one of which I think you're deeply excited about. Yeah, I, I am definitely one of them. Mm. <laughs> one of them <laughs> to be revealed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. So, I, I'm stoked for She-Hulk. Yeah, I think that will be really yeah. interesting. Um, I'm a fan, actually. People may not know this. You probably don't know me, but um, no, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of the old school Fantastic Four run. So when yeah. even when John Burns run, when She Hulk became a part of the the uh, Fantastic Four, I really see her as a classic staple Marvel character. Mm-hmm. I even read the John Burns the run of the solo run, the Sensational She Hulk. Uh, that oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. That's like she's like the first Deadpool kind of back then. She was like breaking the fourth wall and all that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. great character. Yeah, and then they, so and then they also announced a, another really weird choice, which is uh, Moon Knight. Uh, yeah. A lot of Moon Knight has a huge cult following. Huge um, cult following. And, and I had to point out some of the meat. What are the, what the media is saying about uh, Moon Knight in terms of of like during Moon Knight's career here. Um, Moon Knight was ranked by Wizard Magazine as the Ooh. 149th greatest comic book character <laughs> of all time. 149th. That's pretty good. Yep. <laughs> That's not bad. I, you know, 149. I don't know how long this list is, but yeah, I mean, the considering fact that Moon Knight how many made it on there. there. Yeah, the fact he made it in there. Yeah, yeah. I like I said to you before, but um, we don't. Uh, I don't think both of us we know a whole lot about the character. We we know the character, but we don't know a ton about him. Um, yeah. uh, my I I become familiar with him through uh, reading like the history of Marvel and stuff like that. And I've always wanted to read some of the classic stuff, and I've gone back and read some. Um, big fan of Bill Sinkovich, who's an artist, and he did a lot of Marvel comics in the '80s and had a really distinctive style. And he did the entire run of the first Moon Knight uh, solo series, I believe, which I read a bit of. And I, I read it. It's, uh, I read the first two already. And um, it's interesting. It's, it's different. Um, he's kind of a, like you think in, in with the Marvel stuff and the Marvel history of things, there's like kind of you have your classic Jack Kirby stuff which is just that crazy god machines and, like, you know, um, radiation and, like, space exploration and just crazy things. And then you have this kind of, like, pulp side, I would say, that came into the 70s when they had, like, a bunch of hippies take over. Where you have, Mm. like, um, you have, like, uh, Tomb of Dracula and, like, Werewolf by Night. And uh, Moon Knight was actually introduced in Werewolf by Night. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> which it's just really interesting now because with tomb of dracula you know they're gonna do blade so that's the these are like yeah. these classic pulp age uh kind of characters i'm calling it i'm calling pulp age superheroes because they're different than the 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 standard lineup of what you would consider marvel superheroes yeah you know what i mean well it, yeah and it's it well going back to like the 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 ranking and the media of what media knows about Moon Knight. So I di- I digged a little deeper into this this 149th of 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 what is now 200 super greatest comic book characters of all time. So he's he's up there. He's a little he's up there. He's above he's above Superboy, uh, Rachel Ghoul, <laughs> oh, Iron Fist, damn. Colossus. He's above Deadpool on this list. <laughs> wow, no. 
Yep, Beast. He beats Beast. Uh, Deathlock. Um, Captain Marvel. Uh, Black Cat. And then you get into Moon Knight. And then as you go up to the top here, uh, people that are above Moon Knight is obviously Vision, Bizarro, Howard the Duck, Cyborg, Jean Grey, Hawkman, um, Ben Ulrich, Cyclops, She-Hulk. Uh, yeah. She-Hulk is, by the way, is 104th. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. I just passed him. Uh Invisible Woman's 99th, Human Torch at 90, Doctor Strange is 83. Uh, and then, yeah, let's just get right up to the top top 10, which is uh, Constantine, Magneto, in, in 10, going to 1. Constantine, Magneto, Hellboy, Captain America, Rorschach, Joker, Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine is number 1. Oh, okay. What year is this? I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, it's a wizard magazine. So, I mean, man, take me yeah. back. Oh, listen. I would say, I would say early 2000s. This was yeah, established. Yeah. A Moon Knight, uh, then, he, he had a crazy run. Like, uh, there's what I understand the character too. He, like, I was just describing a little bit of the history there, but, um, like, he has a crazy cult following for his recent, more recent comics for sure. Where it's a little yeah. bit more dark and sometimes psychedelic, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think, and 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 then definitely it establishes him with a mental issue that he has. Mm-hmm. He has like a split personality or uh, kind of kind of um, stuff like that. So that would be interesting if Disney even touches that, which they'll have to. Well, well, IGN uh, listed Moon Knight as the 89th greatest comic book character wow, of all time. People like that him. Moon Knight. Stating that Moon Knight is more or less the concept of what would happen if Batman were to suffer multiple personality disorder, which I think covers like that's a good blanket statement of giving you an idea of the tone of Moon Knight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's established that that's what he has. Like I I was reading the first origin comic um, a couple weeks ago or Mm -hmm. maybe it was a week ago or so. Yeah. Um, it, 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 uh, it establishes pretty early on that that's that's his thing. He has three different personalities, and mm-hmm. um, you know how they're going to deal with that will be really interesting. And uh, and I I saw Fanky and he said in the thing too like he he addressed it like he he said something like you know is is it true that he's been imbued with powers from uh, God or has is he just crazy you know and so that's something they'll probably explore for sure if he's saying it mm-hmm. so. Well, and I like that idea because, you know, that's the, that's the question of his power is like, is he getting it from a god or is he just like lunatic? Mm-hmm. But there are moments where he does something completely, you know, superhuman and but still it, it leaves to question like, is is that real kind of thing? So I, I think this is going to be a very unique make or break moment for Marvel where it's really going to attract a new audience if it's done right. Yeah, my understanding too with the Disney Plus ones is um, uh, that this this is official MCU canon now. This stuff, mm. so stuff that happens in here actually is happening in the MCU, right? Right. Well, that's that's interesting because we were talking about that earlier. So we were talking about what is going to be considered canon now, and yeah, I, the Netflix I, stuff I th- is probably not going to be now. No, I, you know, I would like to think it is personally. I really would. I would love Daredevil to be in there. Like, it's just, that was perfect. mm -hmm. I mean, Daredevil is, is a really redeeming factor. I mean, if you look at the overall, um, is Luke Cage enough to still be considered canon is, uh, is Iron Fist enough to be considered canon kind of thing. Right. So, right. right. Um, and then the the biggest one is not only the Netflix one we were talking about before too, is the Inhumans. mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, because that that show bombed so hard, and and, and uh, um, you know they do they consider it a part of the canon now or don't don't they? Well, and that's the interesting part too because um, it was removed from the the movie lineup because originally it's supposed to be a movie. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. So I I think personally that I don't think Inhumans is. Nor, no, nor I, uh, probably even Agents of Shield. I would even argue. Yeah, yeah, because... that's true. Agents of Shield sometimes 
doesn't connect at all to to the MCU. Mm. When we were watching yeah. it, at least I haven't seen it in a while. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to see Ghost Rider, like a, sh- oh. a Ghost Rider show. But um, that would be so good. But I <laughs> I don't know like what they're gonna do with that, right? You don't know, mm-hmm. and they haven't like come out and really officially said it. Like it's like when Star Wars, when they got Star Wars, they're like, yeah, this isn't canon anymore. They they definitely Disney said what was and what wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that that's upset the thing that, that upset people like so hardcore. But like it's so weird mm-hmm. that you can do this now with like the I guess the expanded universe and all this stuff. But now the thing is, for sure, we know now that the Disney mm-hmm. Plus stuff is going to connect to the movies. Because he he did yeah. say too that um, with Miss Marvel Kamala Khan that she will appear in a movie too. Right, yeah, and I think I think that's I think that's interesting because, I mean, you know, you look at the amount of Disney Plus that's av- that's available, right? Like it's it's crazy. There's so much Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, there's um, a lot. Um, but I think the interesting thing is, is that the MCU is still young enough at this point to have foundation at this point where you can really play around with what's canon and what's not. Um, but it's, it's strong enough to say like, okay, we built this world. These are the, these are the major events. How can we, uh, expand stories outside of it? And I think this is going to be interesting because I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see how Black Widow goes. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. um, Black Widow, uh, yes, it's obviously a movie, so it's obviously canon to the story, but uh, Taskmaster being the villain, is the villain going to be seen in other things? Because according to uh, according to uh, Moon Knight's Rogue Gallery, uh, Taskmaster is an important he part is. of his he role is. as Rogue Gallery. Tony Masters. That's right. He is. Yep. I, I, in my research, I did find that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think at this point with Disney plus it's Marvel's clean slate in terms of, okay. Yeah. We, they now knew they kind of screwed up with the TV stuff. Now yeah. we're trying to make it right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. I think, it, you know, sometimes it's up to the fans to decide, right? What's canon, mm-hmm. what isn't like, it's kind of the, the, the problem of fandom. You know, that happens when like they're just, you know, they're just pumping out shows to make money or they're just trying new things and seeing how that works. And then sometimes we got to decide, you know, or we got to look at it. And that happens a lot. And that's how it used to be back in the day, too. Even when you you look at the comics and you're like, if you read the old school Marvel comics, it's like there's so much crazy things. Like it's hard to go, oh, this is totally it. It's like they sort of just bang it out and then that character later on becomes developed or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I personally would argue that this is a clean slate for Marvel and they're going to say like they're basically going to toss the Netflix aside um, and also toss like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. aside and saying, hey, look, it was a fun mm. exploration, but they're not considered if you're like, I think when you say something is canon, not canon, you I think it's a smart move personally because it really shows to the audience like look if you really want to follow the story you don't need this this is what you need to be fair to agents of shield we haven't been watching it right in Mm -hmm. a long time so i don't know what they've done um yeah i remember reading an article um because i was just curious and they had like some big reveal that like colson was is never really colson or something like what? that. Yeah, they had something yeah. like that. I mean, you can't quote me on it, people here. We don't watch it. The last time I watched it was Ghost Rider stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Something weird like that, like, I, I don't know, which was like a fan theory from way back in the day, even with us, when we were first watching it. But yeah, it's all we... going to be on Disney Plus 2, right? So... No. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be on Disney Plus as well. So I don't know if that connects to it. So it's just one of those things like we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. There's no yeah, official, we're gonna... there's no official yeah, we're word not gonna... on it, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to we're not going to weigh in on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet because we just don't have enough information on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to know for sure. I mean, the fun thing is when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out, we were at a time where we're like, okay, this is awesome. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, it was and- like they were trying new things out. This was a different... 
I thought we thought it was going to be awesome, but we were so yeah. disappointed. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. When we say we're disappointed, we loved the idea of the production. Like we love the idea of like, yes, let's see what let's see what agents of Shield do on a daily basis. That would be a really cool, like yeah, I think, that would be a really cool. I platform think it could be to, like Star Trek for the Marvel universe. Yeah, I, I hoped yeah. it to be. It was what I hoped it would be. Which maybe it became. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but it just mm-hmm. became things like they were just making. It felt like they were making stuff up. Which, as a fan, yep. that kind of makes me like, oh, you know, because what makes Marvel great is they're taking stuff that you love and putting it in to to new new ways or something like that. You know what I mean? They're going to bring back something. You're like, oh, this is cool. It's like the the mythology. You know, I like to see yeah, the mythology. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 like how Marvel brings it to life, right? When it feels made up, it feels disconnected. And when when and I'm going to emphasize to our our listeners out there. When we watched it, we've watched probably for me, I've watched two to three seasons yeah. of Agents of Shield. Yeah. yeah. Um and so when we were following it, our theories were Colson was Captain Marvel. Yeah, we um, were in that we were in that that's that was our headspace, yes. <laughs> I think yeah. that was a lot of people's yeah. headspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and then and then the whole Daisy figuring out who Daisy was. And we found it when she found out she was Quake. That was a really cool moment. That and those was are the, the moments... best. I I love that the first half of the second season was just perfect. That was one of the best. Oh yeah, that was yeah. And it's height. I was just like this. They've really did something amazing there. They had Absorbent mm-hmm. Man and all that, and the Shield was all disbanded. And then the yeah. Inhuman stuff came into play a little bit later, but that was so good. And the the Hydra agents, that was really good. Oh yeah, it was good. But but it's all about bringing it's it's it all goes back to the Marvel formula, which is you have to take the characters and the events, and those are the critical things you have to follow from the comic book lore. Uh, and this is this is just my opinion or our opinion on yep. what we think it would Definitely. be a good Marvel. It may experience. not be like what you know. We haven't read every comic ever either, so no, we have we have our own. Um, view of what we think it is right Mm -hmm. that's the thing like you know as as you go through fandom and all that you realize that people have different opinions of it because they've read a different run than you have and they have yeah but i think the beauty is is and and why we do the street or why we do the podcast is is that how we share it right and this is we love to share our view because it's it's fun for us and it's a great way for us to just express ourselves in this in this marvel fandom but uh but in in our opinion for what nick and i have discovered with good marvel films is you take the characters and you take major comic book events from those from that timeline and how they get there you can creatively modernize it as you see fit but the event and the the, the certain characters that play a important role in that event need to yeah. be there and i think marvel it, said that too that's how they do it um, I know they've come out and said it a few times. Um, yeah. Even Kevin and Kevin and Fangy and all them is they take the entire history of the character and they cherry pick what they want to see. Yeah. Exactly, which could be right? those big events, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, yeah, that's the, that's, that's why. And I think agents of shield, the, the, like, that's why we're a little disappointed because, you know, one, I'll never forget one moment we had with Agents of Shield, which was they ended off uh I think it was like the second or third episode where they recruit Daisy finally. And uh <laughs> and they're like they're like, Oh, we gotta go after item four seven two or whatever and she's like, What's item four seven two? And he's like, Oh, well, the last time it was a hammer and we're all like oh, Yeah, my yeah. God. And it was just it's such a marvel thing. <laughs> It's a Marvel thing. They're going to give us something new Marvel, something from the comic books. And then it was like something just so nonsensical. It yeah, was yeah, like... yeah. It was terrible, whatever it was. I agree, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so It would be funny, too, if they were like the cleanup crew for like superhero stuff. <laughs> you know, I thought that was it. Because they were going to do a show. I remember they were going to do Wrecking Crew or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Or Damage oh, Control. Oh, Damage Control? Yeah, that's Wrecking Crew is a different thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought, oh, that would be pretty good. Like, it's like, you no, know, it's like the back then we were joking about too. It was like the 
like having a show about the ins- the insurance like an insurance company which i think dc yeah. did <laughs> didn't they do that <laughs> didn't they do a stupid show that totally got canceled or it's like dc did it where there was like it was like an office kind of parody for like superhero oh, insurance or something yeah and it just yeah it, 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 it failed so quickly yeah. <laughs> like didn't they do that like a couple years back like that's funny yeah. now when you look back on this whole decade of like of superhero stuff there's there's some, there's some real misses that are out there it's so funny um yeah oh, which could yeah. Le- which leads me into the she-hulk stuff is like uh <laughs> it's like you can do like a show this could be like a, a superhero legal drama it could be law and order with the superheroes i think that would be so <laughs> funny i yeah, saw one guy I mean... online talking about it yesterday and um he did not see the legal drama that i did he, he was trying to think oh there's a way we could put Hulk villains into it again, like the leader. Like what have like there's so many great Hulk villains that haven't been introduced. <laughs> the yeah. leader, uh Grem the little gremlin guy, I love that guy. I love the Hulk too. I'm a huge fan of the Hulk. I read the and in- the the early run of the Hulk with um uh, uh Herb Herb drawing it and I'm a yeah. big fan of his art. I love his style. It's totally different than a lot of the other Marvel stuff from the 60s and, and the early 70s because right. it's it, it has almost like a like a comedy kind of to it. It has like a weird like it's almost like a Mad Magazine kind of style looking, but it's it's really good and I I love it. It's 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 really underrated and um there's some weird things like in the 60s like the people protesting against Hulk and stuff like <laughs> like fun stuff like that <laughs> and then the because they're protesting about hulk they they're like the hippies decide to like run a fundraiser saying that hulk's a good guy and stuff like that and i love mm-hmm. that one. Oh, that one was so funny i was just like this is so great and he ends up of course destroying their party but yeah. fun stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would be curious to see if because like one thing that's still unsettled and you could do if you're going to do a legal drama it's definitely one story you could focus around is the Sokovia Accords and defending superheroes yeah. right. Well the thing is like what she, I you know from the comics I'm trying to remember what kind of lawyer she was. Like, <laughs> you know it's just like something you never really think of. I I, I she's a like she's she's a criminal lawyer. Or she's just like specialized in superhero law. Is that just her uh, thing? Well, no, because I thought she worked closely, like similar to Matt. She worked closely with like superhuman cases because because yeah. she does like lawyer stuff in. Uh, she does lawyer stuff in like. like she's not a divorce, so. att- a divorce attorney. No. <laughs> yeah, or like you know what I mean. She's like I guess she's a, a a lawyer for the civil civil rights of superheroes or people with powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. What kind I mean, of that's something is. they'll have to figure out. Which I'm pretty sure in the mm-hmm. comic, I, I'm trying to remember. Even though I read so much of it, but uh, I'm trying to think what it was. I know there's one run they did recently where it was like she was like she did a ton of stuff like that, like mm-hmm. uh, like superhero law or something funny like that. Yeah, I, I wish I knew, man. Now I really am curious of what kind of lawyer she is. Ah, she's a criminal defense lawyer. That's okay, there we go. Should have known. Mm-hmm. That made sense. Ooh, and fun fact: uh, there was a comic book run where she defended Doctor Michael Morbius on his trial for his vampire killings. Classic. That's awesome. <laughs> Classic. Which is yeah. like, are we getting Morbius now with Blade and? I don't know because I don't because know. Because Blade uh... seems to be a part of the Sony one, right? Morbius. yeah yeah well, no no uh no because uh blade's owned by marvel yeah i know blade is but i i think the is the character morbius owned by sony oh yeah good question because they were gonna make a movie with jared leto i don't know how that that was going but it seemed like yeah but now i was thinking like who is blake gonna fight like i always think that but uh I don't know if we addressed that in the other one, our other podcast. Deacon Frost, bro. It's Deacon gonna, Frost. Oh, you did Deacon say Deacon Frost. Frost. <laughs> Deacon Frost is Dracula. <laughs> but I think they should bring Werewolf by Night. <laughs> like, oh, I have yeah. never heard, like, that character is so funny when you think, like, that is an MC, that is a, not an MCU character, but he's a Marvel character. Like, that's a thing. It's like, <laughs> um, 
anyway, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. Because Moon Knight, his origin is in the Werewolf by Night comic. So I don't know. He's a part of that sort of spooky, scary stuff um, mm-hmm. with the Tomb of Dracula and all that. Um, which I wanted to read for a long time. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They, they they seem to be moving into a direction of like the 70s is what I'm feeling. It's like, yeah. you know, even though like like the, the first phase or the first, the Infinity Saga is kind of a, a culmination of like the classic 60 char- 60s characters sort of arc, you know, into the Infinity War and 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 end game you know like thor iron man black widow um you know hawkeye and captain america all those those are classic marvel age stuff you know aside from fantastic four and hulk of course hulk's in there but um so i mean this this stuff reminds me like guardians of the galaxy is 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 very like it's too is like very like the came in like just like not really known by like everyone like everyone knows spider-man right but no one knew Guardians <laughs> of the galaxy and what they did for them so now they're taking all those 70s ones like the eternals i think is crazy like too it's like they're doing that one like i'm like that's yeah, such a, like eternals, a that's man. such like a another cult following one like ones that people mm-hmm. never thought of so we also yeah. got with this we got the the news that kick harrington's gonna be black knight who's also a really obscure oh. character from the '60s too, super obscure. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like he, I was yeah. thinking he must not have a huge role. Like most people said, they didn't even know he was in the movie. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, don't, I was like, I maybe just has like like a, like a couple scenes or something. Like I don't know. Well, my understanding, based on what I read about the announcement of Black Knight, there are some uh, comics that refers to the sword Black Knight is given was like made by the Eternals or like like given oh, okay. to him by yeah, that the makes Eternals. Sense. There had to be a connection. Because I just remember him from yeah. the early Avengers comics. Yeah, no, so that's that's my understanding is is uh, in the later comic book runs there's a there's an Eternals run with Black Knight where the reason why the Black Knight has been around for so long is that he's he's was a part of the Eternals so yeah, the sword the sword he's been given has like mystical properties from the Eternals that gives him like everlasting life or something like that. Awesome. And like, like, yeah, like a kind of like a night out of time. So we're going to see like Jon Snow, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. In the 20th century kind of thing. <laughs> it would be awesome. I always thought it was funny because, like, you know, uh, like the way they're looking at the comics is really interesting to me. It's because they didn't, they don't view it like, they view it like the classic stuff. They, they take a look at the classic stuff and they're, they're picking some really strange things like the Black Knight, for example. And I remember yeah. it was on the Kevin Smith show, Batman on Batman, when they had the writers from Infinity War. And they were talking about someone else in the Marvel offices is like fighting so hard to get Captain Britain in there. <laughs> or something and they're like you guys look out because he's coming that captain britain and they're like no not captain britain <laughs> oh i i think to see some sort of reference for captain britain like just name dropping benjamin braddock or whatever yeah. um but there was a is uh, a wall frame that kind of makes reference to black knight apparently but oh. it was, it's still speculations like not confirmed oh yeah yeah, that's true. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's funny. There's there's so much in there, like, you know, and as fans, for they've they've sort of trained us now. We're looking for it, right? We're always looking for that little hint to the next one or what, what they're going to do next or what character's in there. There's so much stuff, too. So I know that it, it is really interesting. So, um you know what we want to see next we know they're going to eventually lead up to fantastic four so yeah it's just a matter of how how and when gonna do it it's going to be really interesting to me maybe black panther 2 will give us some hints mm-hmm. and i think black panther is a good time to introduce some some of those characters because you know it works like we were talking about before with dr doom and a possibly mm-hmm. namor and and Black Panther's a while away for a Marvel movie. Like I think it's coming out in twenty 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 two or something, right? 
Yeah, I remember it's just it being a, like, it's just, like usually they come out like boom, 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 and now like it's taking their real taking it real time. So they're trying some. It's going to be different for a while. I think the tone of stuff is going to be really interesting when seeing all these movies in the Disney Plus and seeing how all that works up to getting back to um, some classic stuff like Black yeah. Panther, who honestly will probably probably end up being the the Iron Man of this phase because. Uh, Spider-Man is gone, but <laughs> possibly yeah. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I more so, on that later. Yeah, more on more on that later. Um, so we, in terms of Black Panther two, it's scheduled for May 6, twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's a so, long time away for a Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, for a Marvel so, movie because usually these things are for, just banged out, like pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I, I mean, they're really going for a heavy streaming film streaming focus right now like they're they're wasting no time doing streaming and this is all stuff produced by them themselves marvel studios so that they have an investment in these ones you know Mm -hmm. where the tv the thing was back in the past we were talking about this before too is like agents of shield was a totally different division than than marvel studios now kevin fangy has complete control so he controls the tv stuff now so maybe that's more you know to him, so it'd be interesting to ask Fangy himself what he considers canon and not canon, because that would be interesting. Yeah, that would no, be my I, question I for mean, him. I I give my utmost confidence to Feige. I mean, oh yeah, he, anything he does, I'm cool with. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think he truly is the voice of like fans. You know, it's there's like two people in my in my career book that I totally am like, you know what, you speak for the people. You're my people champ. Go for it, and that's Kevin Feige and Phil Spencer. Those two truly understand understand their their audience and where they come from, and 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 just know how to connect things. Like it's absolutely crazy. Yeah, they do. That's that's very true. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gets the audience. He he totally understands it. You know. Um, Yeah, yeah, he totally gets it. And uh, I think he has his own. He has his own. Thing because he, like he seems to like he obviously if you're going to choose something like Eternals right like mm-hmm. he has his own you know taste to what he likes to see in Marvel and he to me he's he's doing the classic stuff you know um, he loves that yeah. classic Marvel stuff uh, the Jack Kirby the you know the Steven Ditko and um, you know all those guys um mm-hmm. i was just saying like even with moon knight like um I, i'm a big bill sinkovich fan and i've never really read moon knight i know moon knight is his big run that he did in marvel so i was like oh i gotta read this you know because i love yeah his work so i wanted to see it because um, i was a big fan of his work on um you know he when he was doing like the new mutants and um electra and he did some really different art styles for comic books and he really pushed the genre in a different direction so I liked his mm-hmm. art style. Oh, very cool. So I wanted to see him. I wanted to see because Moon Knight is apparently his his the one he did the most of. You know, every, everyone gets a run. Like the greatest artists get a run. So I, want, I always wanted to read it. Is so I started mm-hmm. to do that. So you know. Yeah, I gotta check out. I gotta check out Moon Knight. I've heard. I've heard great things. It's actually funny. He's had. He's had interesting. Um, spots like he had he had an interesting um cameo if you will or an appearance yeah because like out of all the video games out there he had an appearance in uh marvel's ultimate alliance mm, right and it was right. kind of like out of nowhere like like there was no talks about moon knight i don't think he's had any cartoon runs by my he is life. in in some modern ones i noticed i think in some of the spider-man modern spider-man stuff he's appeared in Oh, okay, yeah. The Ultimate Spider-Man or something? I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. I don't watch it, so I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to watch that particular episode. Uh, I mean, the Ultimate Spider-Man is a bit of a weird cartoon, in my opinion. Like, yeah, whatever the one Disney Disney's a part of or doing. I think that's Ultimate, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah. Mm Hmm. But um, yeah, no, I have to check that because again, Moon Knight in the cartoons I grew up with and watched, like he, he wasn't in it. It wasn't in it. it wasn't no, in. You didn't it see him all. in it. I don't remember him. At least, like I was thinking, Blade was in Spider Man, the original, the nineties. Yeah, I, like yeah. I remember that, and I love that because we love Blade. And it was before the movies mm-hmm. came out, so 
we knew what Blade was when Blade when Blade movies came out. We were pretty familiar with the character. Yeah. It's like, but we were like, always like, are they going to do Morbius? <laughs> they never did. <laughs> well, first, one thing's for sure is, and this is something that you and I used to talk about a lot with Marvel, is Marvel needs to get weird. Like, Marvel needs to get yeah, out yeah. of... I agree. I always out say of, that. Yeah, out and of this, did. like, military they did. theme. They did, though. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they, they've done it a few times. And I think the Infinity War just... And, and, Endgame, they balanced the the weird, strange stuff really well, and um, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I agree. Um, Doctor Strange maybe didn't go too weird; it could have gone weirder, but it was still good. Uh, but I agree, yeah, they need to get into um, some like get that crazy Marvel stuff in there, and that's what I'm hoping they can do with this this you know the classic stuff that makes you that, that what makes Marvel Marvel. Which I think Kevin definitely knows. Like the Eternals, there is a chance that they can do some really cool stuff there with the Celestial Space Gods and mm-hmm. the Unimind, which will be interesting how they pull it. Like what I was saying too before on the previous podcast, but um, is uh, how they're gonna how they're gonna do Kirby stuff, right? And then I know that DC's working on a new Gods movie. Is it's gonna be who's gonna out Kirby who, you know, and <laughs> I kind of yeah, want to see that exactly, go down, right? you know, DC yeah. getting their, uh, stuff together, kind of, that's another story. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> that's a podcast for another time. <laughs> we will sure. do another one on that one eventually. Oh yeah, we haven't even, we barely touched DC. Yeah, I think we're going to wait, started. we're going to wait a bit. I am, like I, I've said before that I'm stoked for Wonder Woman, so we'll wait for, see, we haven't got nothing on that still nothing oh yeah nothing so, i'll yeah, wait for, for sure. that yeah um so yeah but uh going kind of reorganizing our our podcast here um so okay so we have moon knight she hulk we also have miss marvel now yeah uh, we on that they yep. introduced um another character kind of... we don't really know a whole lot about um but mm-hmm. other than she's an inhuman yeah, she goes. To, she's a kid. She's like Spider Man. She goes to school. She's a high schooler, which I think is cool. So I think they could do interesting stuff with that. So yeah, they're, this is they're saying a question I had too. Do the runaway? How do the runaways fit into? Are they part of? <laughs> are they part of the? Like, are they a part of the? The MCU or are they not? Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, even cloak and dagger, right? Like, yeah, like, what is they... that stuff? What the hell is that yeah. stuff? Oh you know? man. Cloak and Dagger was a big part of Spider-Man's life. Um, a big part of Spider-Man's life during Maximum Carnage run. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You see, definitely. You see them a lot hanging out with them. Um, I, I would love to see that personally, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think with Miss Marvel though, is they're saying, they're saying that she's, she could, she could be an extension of Spider-Man's like kind of youthful curiosity of the world of superheroes um, because she would be another good representation of like a modern teenager. In yes. A and that's superhero. what I, I, I followed the comic when it came out because I thought it was interesting that what they were doing. I thought it was really new and brave uh, what yeah. they were doing. And I thought, well, this is interesting. So I followed a lot, but I never read it, but, uh, but I heard people talking about it and, people seem to enjoy it that uh, people that I, I usually respect their opinions on. And, um, and that's what they were saying. It's kind of like a modern Spider-Man. If you think about yeah. it. And that's what makes it great. It's like a modern take on Spider-Man's problems that he would have had in the sixties and all that, but it, like a modern take of a teenager today, which I thought was, I thought, yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's a good idea. Uh, would I want to watch a show like that? I don't know, but yeah, we'll see, you know, no, absolutely. I mean, uh, the interesting thing, I, the interesting thing I like is that they're they're tar- like they're creating more younger superhero characters, which yeah, I think definitely could be, can yeah. have like a big impact, much like Spider Man did. That's why Spider Man is still considered one of the biggest characters because his his age range covers such a big, vast audience and very relatable. Where I think that that Miss Marvel can have the same impact. In fact, one of the cool things is about uh, Miss Marvel is I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on and Nintendo she's Switch. in it, right? And she's in it. And she yeah. does have a she does have a bit of a like a a main role in it in terms of representing the younger heroes and like like these events are getting bigger and bigger and they sort of 
they're they're trying to do their part and then through that they learn that they're now a part of a bigger team which is the avengers and the ultimate alliance kind of thing um and the interesting thing about it is that she talks a lot about um of going back and forth between uh or she talks a lot about yeah going back and forth between the inhumans world and her yeah world. i was my understanding too is it her that's a big part of her character so um i thought to myself uh with the inhumans being in the state of uh, where they, they are in the state of the mcu is that going to be mm-hmm. a problem for them to they'll have to address these things like i was saying like before are is the is the inhumans canon in the mcu and and I, you know, I don't know because I, I, I never watched the Inhumans uh, no, show. I, I, I mean, I was, I was interested. I was right at that point. I really wanted to go see their debut in the movie theaters. Yeah, I wanted which to see I heard. It. it was confusing, right? Like it, it came out in the IMAX and then it came out on, on mm-hmm. television. Like it was hard to figure out what, what was going on with that. Yeah. It, and, and it's a real shame because the actors uh, who play yeah, they, the very cast on there, yeah. Great yeah. cast. I love it. So I don't Mount. know. Like, He's so good. Yeah, the guy who plays... Yeah, and the they have played... Lockjaw in it. <laughs> like, I was yes. like, oh my God, like, that's amazing. <laughs> they got Lockjaw. Yeah. <laughs> what an yeah, amazing God. character. I love Lockjaw. That's like one of my favorite characters. I... <laughs> He's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's a giant like it's one of Kirby's like weirdest things like he came up with a crystal too. I'm a big fan of crystal from the comics. Yeah. So I was curious how they're going to do that. Like I, I'm a big fantastic four fan and you can't have fantastic four without the inhumans. So yes. Uh, and, and, but the, like, yeah. So the, so I don't know because if they do make inhumans canon, um, I wouldn't mind them keeping pretty much the same actors and just giving them an incredibly better story and production because I could imagine if you decide to take away, if you turn a movie into a TV show, that budget is got to be extremely different. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is extremely- these TV shows on my understanding on on Disney Plus are going to be shorter. They're almost like limited series. They're almost like BBC shows. They're only like six mm. episodes. I'm okay with that, though. I Personally, I'm fine. okay with it. Oh, I think it's fine. Yeah, I prefer it. Uh, I would, I would say so, so because what they, I watched... think they probably have a bigger budget and they could condense a lot more into like mm-hmm. that more. You know what I mean? In like six and um, they like I, you know, seeing the man, the Mandalorian trailer, like it looks like a movie like it the, the production looks insane oh yeah so you that know they, they, they're so good they're not holding back on that so they want it yeah, to be no. successful they want it to be successful so they're 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 gonna put money into it it'll be interesting yeah, no, to I see think... where it goes right mm-hmm. so i mean it's not like disney doesn't make money because they make so much money oh yeah well okay so so I the the point I wanted to make was like I watched when I watched Daredevil, which was again just a gift of comic book yeah, awesomeness. We got lucky with that show. I I think as fans, we got so lucky. Like, yeah, that will never and, really um, happen again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something no, like that. People who are are Daredevil fans, like you and me. Um, yeah, I'm a major, huge Daredevil fan. Love them. Yeah. You you got a gift on that series, man. I will never forget when the day came where Daredevil season one came out, and you and I literally danced yeah. and screamed for a <laughs> yeah, good like five minutes. That, yeah, I came home from work, and you you had it all ready to go, and and uh, oh my god, it was amazing. It was so yeah. good. That was one of the best experiences ever. That first season, so good. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's funny too because that first season, yeah, we burned through it super fast like we oh, actually yeah, we told it. ourselves like we gotta slow down just a yeah. just a little bit here. i think there's people who did it faster <laughs> but, <laughs> but we did it. yeah we did it fast enough yeah, yeah it we did it fast enough mind-blowing yeah good. Uh, then then you ask yourself how do you top season one and they just took season two and just yeah season two is good 11, man. season two is really good i mean they make they make some some things a, a few mistakes, but I've, 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 I've since then I have forgiven those mistakes, and I still think it's amazing. 
And season oh, three yeah. is just incredible too. Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, and so so I mean, and but there, I mean, the biggest flaw the the Netflix runs had was thirteen episodes, about forty minutes each, yeah, was a little huge long. flaw. Yeah, he's. I think it should have been a solid ten, but yeah. The, yeah, like there there it did feel in each season that there were two or three episodes that just didn't need to be there. Like you just need like it filled it filled some backstory that that was just good to know but it was it was crazy yeah it's kind of tough right like um because you think too they did they did defenders and i think defenders are like eight episodes or something right it was shorter yeah and um i thought oh this would really help it but it didn't (laughs) it totally totally didn't help that show at all you know the, the 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 eight episodes but anyway yeah yeah yeah. So that's pretty much I mean, uh, the the D23 stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll take a little bonus round here. And let's, let's talk about, I mean, what we would like to see in the future after, you know, things that haven't been announced, for example. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just it, it so it's, it's been announced, though, right? I mean, of yeah. course, Fantastic Four, we talked about it before, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, um, I, I, it's so true. I, I'm stoked for Fantastic Four. I, I don't know when it will happen, but I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. I hope that, that whenever they, they piece it together, it will be, you know, it will be something that it will finally do the honor that we want to see. I personally think that, you know, going forward, I, do you think we're going to see Adam Warlock in Guardians oh, 3? Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I I personally think we like will. that's something we haven't I, talked about on there, but I thought it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean they did announce that the Guardians three is coming, but it, obviously due to scheduling scheduling issues with James Gunn and and what happened with James Gunn, it pushed the movie back a bit. Um, but I definitely think we're gonna see Adam Warlock, considering it was in the end credits, and it seems like the Sovereign is the the big overarching enemy of. Uh, of the guardians now uh especially in the second one it would be interesting how they do it adam warlock i'm a big fan too of adam warlock and uh uh it'd be interesting how they do it i think because mm-hmm. uh, are they going to start out with the jack kirby version yeah and then then are they going to move them into the eventually the jim starlin version which we all know and love today uh because mm-hmm. the jack kirby version it was like he was kind of like uh, really just an entity kind of like just like a like a kind of like a kid you know just sort of discovering the world for the first time kind of thing um that'll be interesting he was just known as him at that time before he became adam warlock but yeah interesting. Um, so that'll be interesting obviously silver surfer is mm-hmm. a must in mm-hmm. my opinion <laughs> <laughs> now there's this yeah. been this rumor going around for a long time that keanu reeves has a role in the mcu but no one knows what it is yeah oh imagine if he was a silver surfer I think like he that... would be the absolutely perfect silver surfer <laughs> oh. the norin rad if you may <laughs> uh it's it's which is funny because uh in in the in the sequel we will not speak of uh morpheus played uh, that's the right original he Silver did. Surfer. yeah i think he'd yeah. be perfect yeah no i uh, think he would be perfect he would be absolutely perfect he would have that benevolence down of like the and the kindness that uh that silver surfer exudes i think that would be amazing i i i think it'd be actually phenomenal if they can do that no absolutely yeah everyone um, on your secret wars theory there's the beyonder <laughs> we'll get it. Yeah. Are we gonna do the hipster run? Is that what we're gonna I, do? I would like to see the Beyonder. You know what though? I mean <laughs> He's got a so beard. In, <laughs> in, I would love to see the the Beyonder with the Fu Manchu. That he has, yeah. Yeah, like the one in uh Spider Man the Animated the cartoon, series. Yeah. yeah, I love that one. Oh that one's uh, good. There is an interesting thing. Uh there's a there was a comic book run called The Secret Avengers and uh and the team featured Captain America, Moon Knight, War Machine, Valkyrie, Beast, Nova, and the new Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I, I I mean, that would be cool, but I would love to see a Secret Wars run. Um, 
I think just the battle of good and evil. I think we were really onto something in that in the the last podcast where we talked about Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. Um, yeah, yeah, that could be uh, really good. Uh, and I think that I think that yeah, it's just a, a battle of good and evil. I think that's like it's just such a perfect Disney Marvel kind of story, you know, that you could tell. Yeah, they could. Um, they could do it. They'd have a lot of fun with uh, it too. Oh yeah, um, I would love absolutely uh, love to see Namor in, oh, yeah, in Black Panther. I would I'm be. Still, really I, you know, one. I used to say I don't think I wanted to see Namor, but now I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I would love to see Namor in Black Panther too. I'm ready for it. Yeah, really I cool. think if they do it right, it would, actually there's no there's no wrong you could do um, uh, mm-hmm. with it. What else we got here? Uh, Modok, I think. Be really sweet. <laughs> yeah, get Modoc. You're not. I don't think you're ever gonna get Modoc personally. I don't think it can be. They done. tried. They tried. Yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. I uh, mean, it's it's funny. It's funny you say the leader. Um, the leader was. I think the leader would be sweet. Yeah, definitely. But the leader has been introduced in the MCU before. He has. Yeah, they haven't really done that stuff either. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They haven't yeah. really addressed that one. So. Well, they haven't they haven't addressed if Incredible Hulk is still considered MCU because that movie does take place within the true, MCU. True, true. And and so even if Iron Man one is considered is considered MCU and they have a different actor for uh, yeah War Machine, um, I still think Incredible Hulk is very much a important member of the MCU family because they really established General Ross in that story and and his. Um, relation to Stark Tech, so um, which which in Spider-Man: Far From Home, they use some of the same weapons in Incredible Hulk, which is the sound cannon, uh, yes, which is attached yeah, to the yeah, flying yeah. drones, right? All right. So, yeah, I mean, I would like to see. I would like to see. Uh, also, I think a, an interesting story would be the Wizard uh, from oh, the. Definitely. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, he would be a cool modern I character love that, that character. could really. Yeah, classic Jack. He'd be a cool. Villain. Yeah, he would be a cool character from Fantastic Four to do. Um, Definitely. Oh, Fantastic Four, you can do no wrong. I was yeah, thought Mole yeah. Man would be interesting to do, but Mole Man would be uh, so Man. hard. <laughs> so, oh, like so Wizard, the Wizard's hard. easy to do. Like that. That's one that could easily fit in. He could fit yeah. in the MCU. Mole Man would be like a real stretch. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, like Puppet Master too would be really kind of strange to do as well they could easily mm-hmm. they could have them in there if they're gonna have alicia masters obviously so um, yeah uh, so yeah, like stuff like this i mean the mad thinker classic mm-hmm. bring him in oh there. he would be a good one yeah he's uh, in he's in uh there's a, a like the fantastic four of great a huge rogue gallery it's just enormous of just wacky offbeat crazy villains yeah no yeah absolutely i mean um, at this point, I'm I I got a lot of the characters I've wanted so far done really well. I mean, I got I got new Spider Man that's just in, just just amazing. And um, there, I mean, we don't speculate on rumors here, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. say yeah. I will say there was there was talks of Firestar being introduced in oh, Spider Man as well as man. as well as Iceman and uh, Iceman. and. Do the super the friends, torch. the Spidey friends. The Spidey oh, friends. Man, that would be great. That's true. Like X Men characters we haven't really touched on. We could do a whole thing on that. I well, yeah, that's I personally that's for another time. would love to see just quickly here. Uh yeah. Storm introduced yeah. Black Panther. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. They have to do it. <laughs> if they don't do it, like like think of how crazy this Black Panther dude could be. He introduced Namor. You know, Doctor Doom yep. and Storm. Storm, dude. <sighs> people's heads couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. I'd go yeah. in there like, you know, kaboom, dude. Like it would be, <laughs> it would be too much for one man to handle. There's oh just, yeah, <laughs> so but uh, that's the potential of what they can do, right? They could do oh, that yeah. if they wanted to. It's not like they. It's just it's up to them right now. They could do that. Yeah, that's where we're at. Like they could do that if they wanted to. And they could even mm. throw Fantastic Four in there. And it'd be like, okay, well, that would be too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, no. I, I don't want to get I, my hopes up too much for this movie, but I'm just saying that the possibilities is, are there. 
I mean, yeah, with Black Panther is a real uh, critical junction point for where you want to go. With, yes, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, with uh, with the Fantastic Four. So, um, I, I mean, with the Fantastic Four, or where where you want to go with just even um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general. So, I, I think I think I'm glad I, you did I was, this like I said, because I, I said I said too earlier that too like he's gonna you, you could he could end up being the new Tony Stark. Yeah, because he could no. build the, he could build the like meaning like Tony Stark was the one who found all the Avengers right started like that it kept like yeah. getting them together where he is now going to 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 show us the next level of the MCU where you know uh, Namor he could introduce Namor he could introduce Doctor Doom he could introduce Fantastic Four he could even introduce Storm you know yeah he connects to so many of the thing the webs that can connect to other movies that are coming. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I was saying like I, I think this is it's, why it's probably up to him this. now, you know, given that Spidey may not be coming back, but we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, he, it could be up to him. Yeah, no, I but I I agree with you. I think that's a smart move. But I I mean I think there's two ways you can go about it. You either have Black Panther that's going to connect and drive the story in terms of uh, how how many characters he can introduce, um, but also. Um, um, so also the other, the other side of it is you can go Captain Marvel and then have her connect yeah, to all the cosmic era. stuff. That's right? true. Yeah. You could do that too. Yeah. Silver Surfer, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy are, are probably going to finish their run on the third one. Um, mm-hmm. I doubt we'll probably get a fourth out of gun. We'll see. But, um, yeah. Um, uh, so they'll probably introduce Adam Warlock and we'll see where we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, no, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so much potential. I mean, I, I would put my money on black Panther because if, if it with seems this whole fantastic force news, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, if, you know, as if I was doing it, that's what I would do. But you look, they think differently than we do. And we know that. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, they could introduce just one of those things and it would be amazing. So, yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, but um but yeah, no, I mean, what other I mean, there's so many characters. I I mean, I would I would in terms of X-Men, I would ask for Cable, but I got a good Cable Oh, from we got a great sequel. Cable. Yeah, I feel like that's done. Yeah, I think like Brolin just absolutely knocked it out of the park with that. I loved that movie. That movie was fantastic. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, so good. So I don't know, man. I, I mean, at this point, I, I've gotten a lot of things I've actually really wanted aside from Fantastic Four. I mean, X-Men, like I've said, I could wait. I'm a huge, I mean, I would a love... huge X-Men fan. So... Um, of course, I would love to see, you know, I'd love to see these characters done differently. But the thing is, we've had so many Wolverine movies and we've had so many X-Men movies. The characters have been done so much that I would understand marvel to to and marvel disney uh to back off you know and not try it yeah i mean there's other there's other stuff you could do like there's other characters that probably you know haven't been explored but Mm -hmm. at the same time um yeah it's difficult right you don't want to do professor x for like the third or fourth time you know yeah exactly right so i don't know i mean x-men yeah you got time but definitely i want to see fantastic four i want it I'm based on the rumors I'm hearing for Spider-Man. I I would love to see have like Spider-Man and friends kind of modern age because Firestar is uh, another big character from the yeah Maximum oh Carnage yeah era. totally yep mm-hmm. so and she'd be kind of a fun character to do, um, but yeah I mean Dazzler they I... haven't done <laughs> Dazzler just do a whole Dazzler trilogy. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, <laughs> just like it. Can you imagine? Yeah, she's like a pop singer. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, Firestar, that's awesome. Yeah. I, that's funny. I didn't think about Iceman, but that's that's so true. Iceman was in that. Hmm. I mean, yeah, but I I just like where it's going. I just like where it's going. I I I'm at a point now where I can't even begin to speculate as yeah, much. Yeah, we can't until we start see. seeing the movies and get a clear clear picture of where they're taking it. We'll see, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. You know, I'm I'm excited for all this Disney Plus stuff, and I I, I want to see the Eternals. I'm I'm really stoked for that. Now, because um, I read it, and I know 
I know Eternals, but like I'm not going to be that guy, you know, that's going to, yeah. cause it may be completely different than what I think it's going to be. And, and that's happened to me before with some of the stuff, Captain Marvel, for example. So, yeah. you know, we'll see, um, we'll see what they do. I'm interested to see the look of it, what it's going to look like. I always love the Disney art department to see what they come up with. I saw some concept art and I was like, not impressed, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah, see when it's all put together what it looks like, and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay, maybe yeah, I no. get it now. Maybe I see the Kirby now." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I love Kirby, um, and they've done Kirby right in the past, so I would love to see them do it again. Yeah, I would love. I think at this point, and I think they're, I think they're in the same mindset is, um, just more, more like unique character appearances and mm-hmm. like different characters appearing in different stories, like. Um, they made mention to it. They made a mention to the idea of it. Like, for example, Black Widow is a good example. Like, you have like someone like the Red Guardian coming in. Yeah, he's and, the, and he's another yeah. one of those weird, classic sixties yeah. kind of offshoot characters. He came in, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. So I think that's the that's the kind of stuff I'm I'm excited to see. I want to see I want to see like more random appearances. Like when Punisher came in and Daredevil, that was a great oh, it was perfect. start to a character. Yep. And and even Electra was the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like that season was such a uh, a differentiator from traditional storytelling because they just introduced so many characters that were like, well, and when I say so many characters, really it's only two, but <laughs> yeah. but the impact they made in that cinematic universe for Daredevil was really amazing. Like oh, it was yeah, awesome. Yeah. And I, I hope to see more of that in the miniseries, the various miniseries on D- Disney Plus, as well as the movies. So yeah, I agree too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. With with that, I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and uh, keep on uh, staying tuned, guys. And this has been another episode from Brother Squid. <laughs>